Welcome to Rebuilding Rob, the podcast, the show that's dedicated to the relentless pursuit of building a more perfect man. I am your host, your favorite blogger turned podcaster. My name is Rob. On this week's show, I'm going to talk about a time that I received a demonstration of love. No, nothing that good. Don't worry. And I'm also going to ask myself the question, am I even ready to be in another relationship? Stay tuned. Okay, so per usual, I have a little housekeeping to tend to, as I normally do at the beginning of every show. As of this past week, this podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts as well as iHeartRadio. So if you have a subscription to either of those apps, or if you even have them on your phone, go ahead and check out the show. You know the title, Rebuilding Rob the Podcast. But obviously you were able to find the show or you wouldn't be listening to me now. Also, earlier this week, I took advantage of a Amazon gift card that I got as a belated Christmas gift and bought myself a new mic stand. So hopefully the sound is going to be a little bit better going forward. We'll see how it goes. So earlier this morning, or last night really, I woke up in the middle of the night. And as I'm prone to doing, I was thinking about Jessica started thinking about all the things that I haven't said to her, all the things I wanted to say to her since we broke up. Not necessarily out of any desire to really get back together with her, but I guess just to know that she's still out there and for her to know that I'm still out here. I have this thing. I don't like the idea of people getting promoted to strangers in my life. Well, really, the only two exceptions of that have been X1 and X2, but those are two different stories for another day. So this morning, since I couldn't sleep, I decided I was going to write up a letter to her, to Jessica, I mean, just telling her all of the things that I've wanted to say since we broke up. I don't really have any intention of sending this letter to her. This was one of those things that, you know, sometimes you'll hear a counselor or a psychiatrist tell someone to do almost as a form of therapy, where it's almost more about just getting those thoughts out, getting them out into the ether, even if they don't necessarily plan on sending the letter. So that's kind of where I'm at with that right now. I think a big reason for that is because my sister actually had called about having her bathroom redone specifically the floors and the cabinets and she called the company that jessica's family owns and that jessica works for so that kind of opened up a couple of old wounds i think not really wounds but you know just got her back in the short-term memory if that makes sense but my problem with that is you know, I'm thinking to myself now, am I even in a place where I'm ready to be in a relationship again? I started talking to somebody last night before the whole Jessica letter thing. I had started talking to somebody on one of the dating apps and she seems cool. 
and we already said hello to each other today. I don't know if we're going to go out. I don't know if anything's ever going to come of it. I don't know if she's going to talk to me beyond today. But as I was getting ready to string this podcast together today, it had got me thinking about it and just wondering. I mean, I'm not still pining for Jessica, but I guess I want to be sure that I have her fully out of my system before I try to move on to somebody else. And that's not to say that I haven't dated other people, because obviously I've dated other people since Jessica and I split up. But I don't want to have it be half-assed, you know, just going through the motions. Like, okay, this is fun. You're cool. Let's get to know you. What's your name? What do you do? I do this. I do that. All that first date, second date, third date kind of stuff. I don't know. I just don't know if the fire is there for another relationship. But, like I say about so many other things in life, I guess there really is only one way to find out. And, you know, I think whatever happens with this situation with this new woman that I'm talking to, and by the way, I'm not trying to be one of those guys who's like, oh, I'm talking to a new girl for one day. I think I like her. I'm not trying to be that at all. I'm just bringing her up because she's the current case at point. But I think that whatever happens, I think, I think I'm ready for another relationship. I've set the bar higher, probably higher than I ever have in my life. I know there's a lot of crap that I will not take anymore in a relationship. But the truth is, I still want a relationship. I still want that happy ending. I still want to find my one, if you will. Whether or not that ever happens, whether or not this person that I'm talking to now is that person remains to be seen. But I also know that I'm not the sappy, doe-eyed, uber-romantic who's going to have his heart crushed if he's rejected anymore that I was even a few years ago. I think I'm in a better spot. I'm more mature. I am more realistic and I'm more grounded, frankly. But again, we'll have to see what happens. So a couple of weeks ago on the old WordPress machine, we had gotten a prompt asking us to share a positive example of a time where we felt loved. And I know that a really good default answer for this, especially as a father, would be to say the birth of my children. Because after all, is there honestly another way of feeling loved other than seeing the literal product of the love you share with another human being? A, being a born in front of your very eyes. But I also happen to think that that's kind of an easy kind of default answer. So I tried to go back a little bit further and think of something kind of unexpected, something kind of random. I think these days in this world that we live in, it's so easy to just think of some incredible gift or some amazing vacation you go on as a demonstration or a positive example of feeling loved 
But the one that I'm going to talk about today is one that was really kind of low-key, didn't cost a lot of money, but it took a lot of thought and a lot of ingenuity. So about probably five or six years ago now, this is something that came up when X2 and I were still together. I had to come back into town to where my parents live. I actually stayed at their house, I think it was for a week at the time. I don't remember exactly what was going on, if I had come in for some work training or some professional development, or maybe we were having meetings before starting the school year. So instead of driving an hour and a half each way round trip to go back to X2, I had just decided to stay in my parents' house for the week. So as a little demonstration of love and missing someone, X2 took the initiative to go to a store and buy some greeting cards. Nothing really fancy. I mean, these were literally cards from the half-off card store, probably. And they weren't anything super sappy or uber-romantic or anything like that. In fact, she would usually pen little notes in them that were probably closer to dad jokes. And, you know, the kind of stuff, taking a picture of a box of Red Hot's candy and saying, I'm Red Hot for you, or something like that. Anyway, she did this in such a way that she bought five cards because she knew that I was going to be gone for five days. And the idea was, was she filled one out for each day that I was going to be gone. She even went as far as to label on the envelopes, open this card first, open this card second, open this card third, etc., etc. And I do have to hand it to her for the ingenuity for this next part, because the biggest thing was probably having to time exactly how long it would take mail to get from our house where we lived to my parents' house where I was staying for that week. Once she got the timing down on that, I think she just dropped a envelope in the mail each day. Ultimately, her, her plan was to get it to a point where I would get a card in the mail from her for every day that I was gone. And this may sound kind of sappy. This may sound kind of cheesy, and it probably is. But to me, it was incredibly thoughtful. It wasn't one of those things that cost a lot of money. It, it took more thought and more creativity than it did money to make this happen. And frankly, I was fine with that. We kind of struggled a lot with money when we first got together as I was just getting back into school and getting back into the world of teaching. And she was kind of going between jobs herself. So we struggled a little bit with that. So the cost of it wasn't really a big thing. But I remember getting those cards every day and actually getting choked up. And I think I even cried a couple of times when I got them. It was just an incredibly thoughtful gesture. And even when I was writing about this on my blog a couple of weeks ago, even after all this time, even though her and I have been broken up for four years now, even writing about this the other day got me really choked up and got me really emotional. And I think for me, that's always been the big thing with, with writing is in a lot of ways, it is therapeutic for me. Uh, a lot of ways it helps me to sort out 
my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions. And I also like the fact that even though this was something from an ex-fiance that happened, that I can still tell the story and still have good memories from it and good feelings from it. Okay, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the show. Tune in next week when I will be discussing my favorite family traditions. And I also promise that next week's episode will break the 15-minute barrier once again. And speaking of time, I do want to thank you for taking your time out today to listen to the show. I'm honored to have you listening. And I understand that you do have many different listening options out there online. Once again, Rebuilding Rob the Podcast is available through Spotify for Podcasters, in addition to Amazon Music, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and iHeartRadio. Just search for us under the title, Rebuilding Rob the Podcast. Until next week, this is Rob saying I'll see you here again in 167 hours.